Welcome to another special edition of the Half Hell Report. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, and in these special editions, I'm interviewing members of the Horde and the Alliance to hear their thoughts on the possibility of peace in Azeroth. This week's guest is Zeph Bonesprite, a goblin all the way from Booty Bay. Well, welcome to the show, Zeph Bonesprite. Uh... Uh, Zeph Bonesprite. So, um, first of all, uh, you're the first guest we've had on the show since we've made our return to the lazy turnip. So, I'm I'm very honored to have you uh, to have you on the show here and uh, back in our studio in the upstairs room in the lazy turnip. Welcome. Yeah, well, it's a nice place you got. Oh well, thank you. It's certainly better than Lauren's woodshed. Many thanks to Lauren for letting us be on the be you know be there. But is that the is, building uh, up on the hill? That is the building up on the hill. That's correct. Yeah, just up the hill, right up the hill here from oh, the Lazy Turnip. Isn't it pretty? We 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 love it here. We we love it here. Um, so as always, I, I try to greet my guests in their native language, but you know, you're not the first goblin on the show. We've we of course uh, we have Rizak uh, who does our uh, Rizak report every couple of weeks. But Rizak and I have only ever spoken in common and I actually went out and tried to read some goblin script and it was, it was absolutely incomprehensible to me. I could not make <laughs> head or tails of it. Um, well, you mean you can't read our chicken scratch? I, you know, I, I, it's just so very different, but I, I have to ask you, what would be a proper greeting to a goblin? Well, you know, having business dealings with, you know, Horde Alliance, all kinds of races, Goblins are sort of, uh, we like to talk in the language that our customers talk, right? So it's more important to be able to speak in common and just say, hey, how's business? Oh, okay, great. All right. So, because, you know, Rizak always just says, you know, what is college. He likes to call me college. I, I mean, I know why I go to college, but okay. So how's, so, Zeph, how's yeah. business? <laughs> Business, you know, it ain't going so bad. Uh, you know, of course, for me, you know, being a, a, a freelance uh, mariner, a liberator of coin, uh, business is always just about what you make it. So if there's a job out there, I'm usually doing all right. Hey, hang on. I, I'm sorry. You used a phrase I'm not familiar with. Yeah. Lib- liberator of coin? What, what yeah. does that mean? So... Well, all right, I guess the rude term for it would be, you know, a pirate. Pirate? I mean, you know, I don't like to use the term because it's got so many negative connotations, you know? Um, yeah, probably. Okay, go go on, go on. Well, I mean, what do you want to know? Well, I just, piracy. I, uh, you know, I've, I've certainly heard talk about Pirates. I mean, uh, it, in, here in Pandaria, we certainly know that there are there are hosens that are involved in piracy. But you're you're honestly you're the first honest to goodness pirate I've ever spoken to. It's it's a little bit exciting, really, to be honest with you. It it seems like a very romantic life. Tell tell us a little bit about the life of piracy. Oh, I know about romantic. It's mostly pretty dirty. Dirty, like 
like all kinds of ways, all kinds of ways. So, you know, you might notice my hair is not the cleanest. Uh, the piercings aren't the cleanest. Uh, you know, being out on the sea for sometimes, you know, weeks, months at a time, you know, there's not a lot of fresh water for showering. So is that, I mean, is that part of the whole mystique? Do you, is that something that you, you enjoy or would you prefer, is there, is there, I mean, if you were to change piracy in any way, it sounds like maybe cleanliness, you know, might be one thing you would change about piracy. Well, now, personally, I don't mind. Because when you smell bad, the guards kind of don't want to talk to you or touch you. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't, I, I'm glad you brought it up. I didn't, I didn't want to say anything. Yeah, that's, but that that's part of it then. Just the whole um, aroma, Yeah, well, will. you know, we, we ain't got no high maintenance folks out here. Okay, all right. Um, it, do you, how did you come into piracy? Is it something you enjoy? Did you grow up in it? Was it a family thing? How did, how did that happen? So basically, the whole Bone Sprite clan out of Booty Bay is a bunch, like, it's our family history, you know? It's our, our prized entrepreneurial endeavor. So, you know, most of my family is in the business in some way or another. So, so it's a, so it's a family business. Well, that, you know what, that's, that's great. I, is your, I'm, I'm sure your family was proud, happy when you went into the family business, or is it one of these things where you just didn't have a choice? No, no. I mean, I wanted to, we, I mean, don't get me wrong. Nobody's forced into it. I got a cousin who's a priest. Really? She got nothing to do, nothing to do with the pirate in life. I mean, she's kind of the black sheep of the family, of course, but, you know, I mean, nobody said she couldn't do it. She was always reading books and stuff. I never got into that. Wow. Wow. That's, that's got to make for some interesting family gatherings. Well, you know, the, the whole going into the family business thing here, um, you know, my, my whole family were, were our farmers here in the Valley of the Four Winds. And, oh, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, of course, you know, Pandarans, farmers, but it, it, you're just like your cousin, the priest is a black sheep. I'm, I'm a little bit of a black sheep myself. I, um, I'm a college student here at, uh, Half Hill Agricultural College. And, um, part of the reason, or the reason we have you on the show is my faculty advisor, Professor Talib. I'm a journalism major here. Journalism. Journalism. Yeah. Yeah. Journalism. Like you report, reporting on the news and stuff. Yeah. It, uh, yes. And that's, that's, um, that's the whole point of the, of the half hill report is reporting on news of Pandaria and half hill and, and all around Azeroth. So I, I would imagine, I, I would love to talk to you and we're going to talk in the show about the news that's going on in Azeroth, but yes, I'm, I'm basically a, a, a news reporter, a storyteller. Oh, absolutely. Um, oh, that's great. I love stories. Oh, good. Well, I think we're going to have a chance to to get into some good ones today. Um, but as a journalism student, my my faculty advisor, as I said, Professor Talib, gave me an assignment this semester to interview people on their thoughts about how to bring peace to the Horde and the Alliance so that we all can work together to save Azeroth. And uh, yeah, it's a kind of a, it's a big assignment and it's a big part of my grade. So having people like you on to help me out here is, uh, is very much appreciated. 
Well, wait, is the, is the assignment just to interview people? Because it seems like you got that down. Now, if you're trying to come up with a solution, that's a bit of a tougher stake than two. Well, you know what? I, I think the solution that we're we're trying to contribute to the solution because we're talking to both the Horde and the Alliance. So we, oh. we want to hear, we want to get the dialogue going. We want to get members of both factions talking and listening to each other so that hopefully we can find a solution other than violence. Well, sure. I mean, that's the idea, isn't it? That is the idea, but I'm, we're, we're interested here on the show, not on, not on my ideas or the ideas of the half uh, report, but on the ideas of the guests that we have. And again, I'm, I'm so appreciative. Uh, you came a long way from Booty Bay, and, uh, and, and it's very much appreciated. Um, yeah, well, you know, I like being on the seas, and to be perfectly honest, most of the time I spend is in uh, Orgrimmar these days. It's just uh, you get more traffic up there, more folks to talk to, do business with. I mean, Booty Bay is nice and all, but it's mostly just full of other goblins like me. So not you, know, you got to go where the customers are, is, is what you're of telling course. me. You got to go where the business is. Of course, you got to follow that coin. I understand that. I understand that. So let's get right into it. The Horde, all right. the Alliance, they're at all-out war. How do you feel about it? What are your personal feelings about the war? Man, I mean, first of all, ain't people got anything better to do than wage war? It just seems to me, it just seems to me like it's a big waste of resources. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand, you know, why the Alliance would be upset. I mean, Queen Coldcuts ain't got no business burning down a nice tree full of Nelfies. Wait, 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 what they do to anybody? Wait, wait a minute. I'm sorry. How, yeah. What, how did you refer to her? A queen cold cuts. Queen cold cuts? Yeah, you know, like cold cuts the meat that you keep on, you know, in your ice box for sandwiches later. So, uh, so I'm. Are you? Is is that how you're referring to the war chief, Sylvanas Windrunner? How else should I refer to her? Queen Cold Cuts. I, you got to help me understand that. I, 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 that's a new one on me. I've never heard that. Well, you know, you heard her called the Banshee Queen and all this. Yeah. Well, and, she's, and she's, you know, she's dead, right? Yeah. So, you know, dead people mostly, you know, they ain't too warm. Corpses get cold. Queen Cold Cuts. Okay, I get it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You really tripped me up there. I was trying. Queen Cold Cuts. I don't know who that is. That That's very, very good. Um, now, are, does that concern you at all, saying that on the air, given that goblins or uh, uh, your, your members of the Horde, uh, are you not concerned about that getting back to the War well, Chief? Listen. and Listen, like I said, I'm an independent mariner, right? So I'm freelance. I'll do business with anybody as long as they can understand me. Oh, okay. So you don't really feel like you're allied with either the Horde or the Alliance. Listen, there's no reason to go cutting your customer base in half. Oh, so it's a business thing, really. Yeah, I mean, you see it from the Bilgewater Cartel, right? They'll do business with anybody. So you bring up a really, really good point, and I want to touch on this. Um, so, I, all right, there are some people in the community that feel like trade Prince Gallywix and the and the. I'm, I, I'm sorry, I, what what was that? I didn't. 
Oh, sorry. Sorry, that was. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You did that with a little more emphasis there. Um, I, well, I mean, I wanted to make sure you heard. Okay, so um, I think we sort of get your feelings about Gallowex. Let, let me get the question out, and, and then I want to hear about your feelings about right, no Gallowex. Right. But there, there are some people in the community um, that feel like. I almost don't want to say the name again. Um, and the goblins in general are, um, they're engaging in war profiteering. How, how do you respond to that? All right. Well, first of all, I don't know what this whole talk of profiteering is. Because, you know, Gallywicks, first thing he does, he discovers this new lucrative material, right? Azerite. Yeah. So the first thing he, first thing he does with it is take a big old chunk of it and take it off the Queen Cold Cuts and say, hey, look what I found. What, what are you doing? You could have saved all that for yourself. You could have made all the kinds of money in the world off of that, kept it, you know, all for the goblins, all for himself, because that's what he do. Oh. But no, no. He takes it off and shares it with the whole rest of the world. And now, of course, the Alliance gets word of it, so they're after it. So that's not that's not profiteering. That's not good business. He wants to be trade prince. Oh, so you feel like really the goblins should have kept Azerite to themselves completely. Well, now, I don't want to go so far as to speak for all goblins, you know? I mean, I'm just saying if it was me personally and I wanted to get a, you know, a a leg ahead of the the competition, why not just keep it for yourself? Interesting. Interesting. So do you feel in some ways then that Trade Prince Gallywix may have been a prime mover of starting the war? I mean, setting the burning of Teldrassil aside for just one moment, which of course a lot of people very upset about, and rightly so, but um, the, if, if Gallywix had kept, kept the Azerite to himself, or at least kept it quiet, that we might not actually be at war, that this war is really about resources? Well, now, the thing about that is, if he didn't find it, let's be real, somebody else was gonna, there's a giant sword sticking out of the planet. Well, that's a good point. You know, I mean, somebody's gonna go check it out and find out all this, uh, you know, glowing blue and gold rock and, and... That stuff is messy. You ever been? You ever seen it up close? I, I, I have not. I have not. I, I don't get out much, but it's it's messy. It's it's messy. You know, it's and it's really neat to see. I mean, it's you know, you hear all these people talking about how you know as the wrath is bleeding and there's wounds in the earth, which I get, like I get, but it's kind of it's kind of neat to see because when it comes up from the surface, right? You know, it's it's it vents itself in gases, and then there's little rock clusters that come up, and then there's you know big flowing veins that fill all these crevices, and it's like liquid gold, man. That, doesn't that concern you at all, though? That that I mean, that the planet is bleeding. That this planet that we live on, Azeroth, is, well, is sure. bleeding. That, that that does that worry you at all? Well, of course. I mean, I wouldn't want a sword sticking through me. And stick it in me the whole time. Like, how can you walk around like that? You can't live like that. So, you know, I don't know how planets do fights or anything. That's a bit beyond me. Oh, okay. Well, that is a that is a very interesting take and one that 
I was not expecting at all. Um, now you, I want to, I want to get back to something. So you, you obviously have some strong feelings about trade Prince Gallywix. Um, I mean, what goblin doesn't. So where, where, um, where do you feel like he, you part company with, with Jaster Gallywix? Well, you know, personally, you see, I'm a sailor by trade, right? So I got to be able to maintain my ship. I got to be able to do repairs, handle a crew that'll respect me, you know? Because, I mean, mutiny's no good for anybody. Then you get bounties on your head and it's no good, right? So for me, the idea of sitting around, you know, directing everybody to do work for me while I get fat and lazy, like that's, I couldn't, I couldn't be a sailor for very long, you know? So it sounds like your respect level for Gallywix is the, a little low. Zil, zil, zil to nada. Z, z, wow. So not not great feelings about Trade Prince Gallywix. And then again, I I really admire you, your you, your candidness. You're gonna ask me if I'm worried. You're gonna ask me if I'm worried I, about my. You know, a, a little bit because you've had, uh, and I want to talk. Uh, I, I, we're gonna talk about. You know, uh, War Chief uh, Sylvanas Windrunner, and you've expressed you've already given her one of the more interesting nicknames I've heard. And uh, so you're not you're not worried at all. I'm one pirate. I'm one pirate. They got they got, listen. Everybody's got major problems in their own factions, right? Defectors and traitors and and you know big big old battles going on for control of at least two main territories in Azeroth. What are they, you know, I badmouth somebody. They don't know me. They don't know me from no one. Uh, okay, I, 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 I really admire your courage. That that is uh, that is uh, tremendous. Now I, I I have to ask you, um, and I, I probably should have asked you. Are are you are are you the captain of your own ship? Are you a, a, a fleet admiral? What what? How? Where do you fall? Oh, in no, the, no, where no. do you fall in no. the hierarchy? Well, pirates don't really have you know the traditional like naval titles stuff like that we like we don't do that i kept in my own crew so i can run with a crew of about uh three to five i could do it with two other folks and myself if i really had to but you know things get a little hectic and you're not prepared for what might come up uh but i got i got a little uh sloop myself uh she's called the fat cat the fat cat i like that i like that now um i i want to before we talk more I, i'm i'm so fascinated by this whole piracy piracy thing oh when, sure i'm an open when book. you I'm, I'm finding that out I'm, I'm discovering that as we get to know each other the uh, many people would see pirates as thieves cutthroats um you know, you're you're out there sailing on the. You're out there sailing. Where? What? What waters do you sail mostly? I mean, are you, are you in the the Great Sea? Where Where do you find? Where does your ship? I mean, you operate out of Booty Bay, but what op, what waters do you operate out of mostly? Well, I like to hang out around Stranglethorn just because it's such a nice place. You know, some really great scenery down there. Uh, but I'll go around uh, Thousand Needles when I get the chance, although I really hate navigating in those waters. It's really not any kind of fun. So when you're in these waters, so when yeah. you're in these, when you're out there and you see yeah. some, 
perfectly innocent trading vessel sailing along on its way to pick up cargo, drop off cargo, uh, just engaging yeah. in business, and and you make a decision. That that's 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 my target. That's who I'm. That's who we're going to go after. What what are your sure. feelings? How do you how do you feel about that? Do you do you think about the the people on the ship, their families back home, their businesses? What did what goes through your mind? I'm very curious. Well, you know, I don't I don't necessarily really think of their families back home. I got family back home, but you know, if someone cuts me down, they're not thinking about my family, right? So it's it's not let me let me get this out. It's not personal. It's never personal. It's just business. Because it's just business, and it's not like uh, it's not like I tried to up the body count. You know, like if I could, if I can, what I like to do is just you know facilitate a normal trade of goods and services, right? If you know, if if people want to get all testy and and and. Uh, you know, not agree to the terms I'm setting out, then then we have another kind of problem. Could, could, but could you give me an example of the terms? I mean, what what kind of terms would you offer? Let's say you sailed up on a uh, on a on a trading vessel. I don't know. Let's say let's say it's full of rice. Let's say it's full of rice. What what terms would you offer them? Well, let's see. It de- I mean, it depends on the quantity of rice, depends on how many people are on board, depends on who they're sailing the rice for, you know, ah. and where my mood is that day. But in general, what I like to do is just facilitate a trade. You know, they give me the rice, you know, as much as, you know, fits on my sloop. Sometimes it's it's more than my sloop can take. And so that's okay. Uh-huh. They can take what's left. Okay. Of course, if my, if my sloop can fit it all, you know, I'm going to take that. Uh-huh. But, you know... I take the rights, they get the ship in their lives. It's real easy. Wow. Okay. So those are the trade terms. Give me your stuff and you get to live. Yeah. Wow. I well, you know what? I I certainly I don't think it's unreasonable. It's, um it's a very interesting business proposition. I, I I it's an interesting way to look at a business proposition. Um that 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 is a fascinating view into the mind of of piracy, and thank you for sharing that with me and our listeners. I'm, it's going to take me a while to process that. Um, you mentioned you have a you mentioned you have a family back in Booty Bay. You you mentioned yeah. your cousin. Oh, tell, yeah. tell us about your family. Oh boy, that's a big story. <laughs> I don't know if L- you want to get a lot of brothers and sisters. That. Big family, is it? Brothers and sisters and cousins and aunts and uncles and nieces and nephews. I mean, if you go down the booty bay, you're going to meet a bone sprite. You're just going to. Wow. Well, are you a well-known family? Is it a well-known family? I mean, I would say we're probably more infamous than well-known. <laughs> but, you know, but, you know we, we, we try to take care of the bay. I mean, you know, that's our home. That's where we live. And, you know... We, we want to have some place to retire when we're too old to, you know, man our sloops anymore. You got to have somewhere to go when you're done pirating. Oh, now that's interesting. I wouldn't have thought a pirate would be thinking about retirement. I mean, well, you know, my uh, my grandpa's retired. Uh, my aunt kind of messed up her leg in a in a, a harpoon accident one time, you know. So she basically stays at home now, but she does all the accounting, and she's really great. With I was. It. The accounting. Well, I guess that would be necessary, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. I, pirate accounting. You got to keep track. 
Got to keep track of your incomes and your debits and your credits wow. and who owes you what and who you owe. And you're trying to minimize those because nobody likes having a debt. So if you, I mean, other than accountancy, which is a very interesting thing to retire into out of piracy, um, what what would, um, like, I mean, when you think about retirement, you mentioned your your, your yeah. grandfather's retired. When you, when you yeah, think about yeah. retirement, what... What is retirement going to look like for Zeph Bonesprite? What 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 do you dream of doing oh. after you retire? Oh man, that's a ways off, you know. I don't I don't even know. Are we going to have a planet when I retire? Well, that's part of the reason we're doing this show is to try and find some way to bring peace, and and hopefully we do all have a planet. Um, so let so what you're saying a little too far down the road to think about for you. Well, sure. I mean. You know, I got I got cousins who settled down already. They got married. They got kids, and I don't even I ain't even found anybody I liked enough to want to spend the week. So with. just the piracy just just takes up too much of your time. Well, it takes up time, and right now I don't like being tied down. You know, I like to be able to fill the sails and get the hell out of Dodge. Oh, can I? Uh, that was here? yeah. That's that was fine. Yeah, that no no that 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 was fine. No, don't don't worry about that. No, I mean you're a pirate. I you're right, pirate. Right. I get I, it. I got I'm trying to clean it up because this is a nice nah, it's place. That's okay. I, uh, you're, you're you're a pirate. I I, I completely understand. Um, so there, there's this there's this sort of mystique about pirates and sailors in general that they have they've got someone in every port. I, I don't want to pry. I don't want to pry, oh. but you know that there is that mystique about sailors. There is that mystique about sailors, and that's not even pirates. I just want to point out. They, you know, all those respectable people in the Alliance and everybody who's sailing in the Horde, that, that applies to them too, all right? That applies to them too. But for me, I mean, I don't want to kiss and tell. Oh, okay, so maybe a little bit of truth? Maybe a little bit of truth. I mean, truth be told, you know, I got, I got a couple of friends and um, I don't know, I'm kind of smitten. Oh, Yeah. A little bit. In yeah. any particular port, is there is there a particular port that that is you are happier in than others? That maybe there's a special person or two in that port. Well, when we're hanging out, usually it's in the locker room. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Well, I didn't I didn't want to pry too much, but you know, I how do I, how do I not talk to a how do I talk to a pirate and and not ask that question? I. I, I... Well, you got it. You got to clarify the rumors. All I'll say. Is she's tall, she's purple, and she's beautiful. <laughs> okay, that that narrows it down. That narrows it down. Wow. Well, you know what? I've, I'm so pleased that there's somebody special out there for you. That that I, I'm sure that makes you happy, and it certainly makes me happy. Everybody should have somebody special. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm smitten. I don't know if it'll go any further than that, but you know. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for giving us that. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting windows into the world of piracy that I would have never in a million years thought I would have ever had the experience of seeing. The pirates are people too. Well, they are. And that's kind of, that's kind of the point, isn't it? Pirates are people and goblins are people and Pandarans are people and Draenei are people. And we're all, we're all people You're living on this to- planet living on this planet and that's the whole point of these special editions is to get us talking to each other and get us listening to each other and recognize that we're all people and that's and that's why i think that's i'm sorry repeat that say again 
I think I think that's a noble well, thank you. goal. That's that's that means a lot to me, and I appreciate it. Now, I want to pull us kind of back in to uh, to the, the the main subject. Now, you've already expressed your opinion about trade prince Gallywicks. Um, you, I, I, what was it? Queen cold cuts. Queen cold cuts. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, what are your thoughts and feelings about War Chief Windrunner? How do you? What are your personal feelings about her? Well. Oh boy. Okay. I think we're going to get into something here. I think it's a real shame what's happened to her. Now, I wasn't too deeply involved when the scourge was running around, right? I didn't really, I wasn't really part of any of that. I stayed away. Most of my family did too. Now I I understand that she was, you know, a pretty big hero up in Silver Moon City, right? And I understand it was pretty awful what was his face at Arthas. Arthas, I, yeah, it's a shame what he did to her, right? Like that's Uh a travesty and nobody wants to go through that, right? So... I understand that there's, you know, still some sentimentality and and uh, respect for what she used to be. But, you know, I kind of think that once you burn down a whole tree, a world tree at that, full of elfies who didn't do nothing, had nothing to do with Azerite, oh. by the way. I kind of think you crossed the line. What was the point of that? Okay, so... Now there's only like one world so tree left. So you feel like despite her tragic personal history that there's really no justification for the burning of the world tree. Well, you know, there are some, like, of course, everybody's got trauma in their past, right? I mean, you can't get away from it. And of course it's going to affect how you grow up and what you do in your life, but you're still responsible for what you do after that. You can't just, you can't blame a war crime on, how you grew up or how you so died. So you do see it as a war crime. You do see it as a war crime. I think wow. so. Wow. Wow. I mean, I mean, what else would you call it if you're trying to wipe out a whole race? They all live there. That's their home. You know, what if someone come on down to Booty Bay and done the same thing? Actually, that's not, that's not really a good comparison. It, it would have been like if somebody went to Kazan, oh. right? And just bombed the envelope and right. you know what out right. of it. Genocide, okay? I may not be super smart, but I know what genocide okay, is. So so your feelings are wasn't justified, was a war crime. Now, there are there are factions within the horde that appear to be possibly splitting away, that they may no longer follow Sylvanas Windrunner. I've been hearing that. I've been if hearing that happens, rumors. now you've described yourself as an independent business person. Uh, sure. But would you, if the horde split, which direction would you lean? Which which way well, do you I, think? <clears throat> I have I have some ideas. I mean, a lot of people are thinking that Bane Bloodhoof uh, could be one of the leaders. Or or Valrock, Great or, guy. Oh, oh, Great really? Guy. So you, you have good feelings about Bane Bloodhoof? Well, sure. I never had a bad wow. experience with him. 
He seems like he's a pretty even-keeled sort of dude. Most Toran are, mind you. Most of them got a pretty level head on their shoulders. That's, that's good to hear. Now, what about what about Sourfang? Sourfang's all right. He, you know, to be perfectly honest, uh, was, wasn't he already War Chief at one point? Sourfang? Did that happen? I, I, well, he I certainly dreaming? was. Uh, he certainly has been the right hand man, uh, or the right hand to work, as the case may be. Um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking but, of. That's what I'm thinking of. Well, you know, it it seems to me like he's had plenty of experience. Could probably fill the role. But ain't he getting tired? I would be getting tired if it was me. I would be getting tired of all this. Endless war so stuff. So you're, I, it, I sense you would be leaning more towards the moderate faction within the horde, in the form of Bane, Bloodhoof, and and the Tauren. I mean, I'm not saying no to Sarfang. I think he's got. I think I think he's got great ideas about honor and loyalty and all of that kind of stuff. That's the horde I like. My cousin. Um, okay, so do you know about the Azeroth Peace Council? I, I, I am aware of it. Yes. Okay, cool. So uh, this was, this was I don't know, some months back now. But uh, well, they're not going to get in trouble. Anyways, they did this whole thing in honoring of Teldrassil, right? And it was, you know, sort of a, uh, an even faction event, like anybody could come, whatever. Now, I didn't uh-huh. get to go, but I heard from a lot of people that my cousin actually went, and she gave one of the this speeches. This is your cousin, the priest? Wow. Yeah. Her name's Jack. Her name's Jack. Wow. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to make this observation. And you said you really are are neither Horde nor Alliance, but you really sound like, like a moderate. You sound like somebody who's in the middle. You're interested in business. You're interested in peace because peace is, is peace. Here's a question. Is peace better for business or is All war right. better for business? Absolutely. Absolutely peace. Peace is better for business. Peace is better for business. You know, you know, you know, when when the legion was a problem, right? I mean, I mean this is still conflict, you know. This is still a, a war on demons, but it seems to me that that brought everybody a lot closer. Which is why, you know, this this whole war between Horde and Alliance now doesn't make any sense to me. You were just fighting side by side. But now you're going to kill each other. You know, that doesn't make any sense to me. So even as a pirate. Peace. Even as a pirate. Peace. Yeah. That's that's very interesting. That's very, very interesting. I, I wouldn't have thought that. Well, well you know, people, people's tempers are a little bit slower to rise when things are peaceful, right? Oh. You know, you get you get a lot less confrontational. People are a lot less a lot uh, a lot less stressed out. Right. And so when people are stressed out, they do crazy things that maybe they wouldn't ordinarily do. And then you get, uh, you know, somebody who's fighting with the strength of 10 men because they've been on the road for three weeks straight and they haven't slept in a month. And I don't I don't like fighting that because then people are crazy. They're crazy. Oh, so and you can't, you can't fight crazy because it's unpredictable. Right. So people are a little more relaxed. And so when a pirate ship sails up on them, they're less likely to maybe very forcefully not accept the terms of your deal. Right. You know, things aren't as desperate, right? Because when things are desperate, you're willing to do a whole lot more. When things aren't desperate, you can be like, well, 
that kind of stunk, but I guess we'll have we'll just have to go back and get another boatload of rice. Oh, okay. So with peace means okay. I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to piece this together. No pun intended. I'm sorry. I'm starting. To, I know. Thank you. I'm sorry. That was not intentional. The but I'm starting to I'm starting to understand it. People are a little more relaxed. There's less uh, there's less stress. Um, there's not so many strains on resources. So when you sail up and you say, give me your cargo, they're like, yeah, sure, go ahead. There's more where that came from. Exactly. You know, people can be more prosperous during peacetime. You know, your your family and, and the folks out here all gardening, I'm sure you're pretty crunched right now, right? Supplying uh, food and, uh, you know, whatever you, whatever you need to supply the troops in the field, right? Well, we're pretty blessed here in the Valley of the Four Winds. Um, uh, you know, the Pandaria has been through its war, um, and we're certainly uh, Pandarans are. We are warriors. We are capable of war. We're capable of defending our our land, and have done so on many occasions. But mostly, we're peaceful. Mostly, we're peaceful. Well, I mean, I can see why. See, but that's that's part of it. You know, you're living in a peaceful environment. You know, you got this beautiful yeah. weather all the time. It, it is always kind of like this, yeah? Uh, yes, it's the weather here is always very, very nice. And that's why. See, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Mm. Now, uh, okay, I, <laughs> I, I have to ask this. You're not planning on engaging in any piracy while you're here, are you? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I've I've been in ports in uh, Pandaria before. It's a pretty nice place. Um, I wouldn't say I've done any raiding here per se. This is about the farthest inland I've ever been. Okay, because that would be awkward for me. I just I would ask a favor. That you'd would be to, awkward for you'd me. Have to rep- you'd have to report me to the authorities. Well, no, it's not so much that, but I mean, because, you know, you're nice enough to come on the show, but... Let's say you left here, the lazy turnip, and then, you know, you went and then happened to go raid, I don't know, a family member, somebody I know, and then I would... Oh, I wouldn't want to do that. Uh, okay. Could I could I give you maybe a list of people that, if you're going to be out there, I feel like we've established a little bit of a relationship yeah, here. Yeah, you can write down the names. You can not, I mean, I'm not a great reader, but if you kind of like spell them out like sound-wise and stuff, I can probably, I can do that. Yeah. I, 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 I'd appreciate that because, you know, I, I have a good feeling from you, but, you know, you're a pirate. It's what you do. It's your nature. Yeah, you gotta so. know. Better safe than sorry. I try not to rob friends. I really do. That's not, that's not to say I'm not going to try to get the better terms of the deal or anything, but I, I try not to hurt people I like. Well, I, you know, I figure between maybe now this this bit of a rapport you and I have established and then my relationship with Rizak, maybe my family and, and close friends are a, a little bit safe. That that would make me feel good. Yeah, of course. Now, do you, I mean, you're out there, you're an independent business person. Do you personally, do you personally know anyone in the Alliance? Do you, do you have friends in the Alliance? Well, personally, I don't, I don't think I know anybody face to face, right? But I got some friends that I'm pretty tight with, right? And uh, I don't know if they've met him face to face neither. No, that's not true. That's not true. Um, there was there was a whole incident back when things were really ramping up before the war, and uh, you know you know the city Amber Mill. 
I, I know where that is. Yes. Okay. So, I, yeah, awesome. All right. So I got a friend who had a little house there, right? It was, you know, not not the fanciest. She's an Illidari, so it was kind of uh, uh, not not full of all the comforts of home. Gailiwooks wouldn't have been comfortable there. Let's put it that way. Uh-huh. So, you know, things started ramping up. Alliance comes through, whatever. House catches on fire. Wow. We've got flaming arrows. And they're inside, right? You know, maybe they had some reports or whatever. I don't know what the intention was. But turns out an Alliance soldier, and he spoke really bad Orkish, by the way. He was taking lookout and actually got him away from the fire up on the hill behind the the uh, home, the house. Really? Yeah. Wow. So somebody from the Alliance... It's true. Wow. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. It was the alliance. Wow. <laughs> that was good. That was that was very, very good. Well well done. That wasn't uh, it wasn't the little uh, lion, was, that was, but it was, was the that was very good. That was very good. I did. I like that one quite <laughs> you a bit. You like that one? Um now given that personal <laughs> experience, that, that wonderful, wonderful story yeah. that you just told. It was, it was real nice, yeah. Do you think that there's hope for real lasting peace in Azeroth? Man, you know, you'd like to hope so, right? You'd like to think that uh, we did it once, right? We did it once with the Legion, and I think everybody kind of came together to uh, uh-huh. get after that hell scream fella. Yeah, that, that, was, was that was certainly a bad period in our history. There's no question about it. So, so you do think there's hope? I, I mean, we've seen it, right? Like, we've seen it. We had everybody based out of Dalaran, and we were all going uh-huh. after the de- Well, not me personally, but everyone was going after the demons, and it seemed like, you know, things were kind of tense, but we all had a common goal. Seems to me, maybe if everybody made peace their common goal, oh. we could work something out. Now... Things have got to happen before that can happen, of course. But what, what do you what do you think needs to happen? Well, I don't want to be endorsing no uh, no nefarious schemes or anything. I'll talk trash all day long, but I'm not going to go so far as to say. Uh, Ooh, oh my goodness! Okay, are a good thing. I I didn't say it. I spe- I specifically said. Saying assassinations are called for ain't what I'm gonna do. Oh, so that is. I'm not endorsing that. That's not me. That. Oh, I see. I see. So that it. So you think it's a question of leadership? We gotta have leaders that are invested in peace. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Absolutely. It's a question of leadership. Well, Zeph, this has been a fascinating view into the mind of a pirate. I, I would have never, ever thought of some of the things that you, you pointed out in terms of piracy. Um, we've covered a lot of heavy stuff here from peace in Azeroth to to piracy to some of the more interesting nicknames I've ever heard. But I, but, but I want to... <laughs> You're welcome to use that, by the way. You can go ahead and use Queen that. Queen Coldcuts? It's not, not copyrighted. Uh, I, you know what? I have a feeling after this show, it's going to be out there and it's not going to be attributed to me. I, I think you, you coined that one and that one's going to be pretty popular. 
That's all right. You can blame it on me, folks. You can blame it all on me. Oh, blame. I don't think I don't think blame's the word. I think credit. I think that's uh that's fascinating. Well, oh, well, if you're talking credit, then I want some royalties. Okay. So, um Zeph, I'm I'm sorry. We talked about this before the show. I'm I'm not actually going to be able to afford to pay you anything. What? I I I'm sorry. I thought I made that clear. I I I mean, I can get you free drinks and a meal here at the Lazy Turnip, but in terms of cash payment, I'm I'm a college student. I, I don't have the resources. Well, what's the point of going to college if you don't get no resources? Well, I'm kind of hoping once I graduate, that's kind of the point. That's why I'm going to college. Man, it sounds like a bum deal. Are we talking an open bar? Let, let me let me talk to Den Den. We'll 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 see what I can do. We'll see what I can do. I, oh, I mean, did you, okay. but just you, right? I mean, you're not talking about yeah. bringing a group or anything, are you? I mean, no, it can all be just for me. That's fine. I can handle the bar by myself. Okay, let me let me let me let me talk to Den Den and Layla. I got to be careful. They just let me back here into the lazy turnip. If I have a whole pirate crew coming down there in a you know going after the bar oh, i could find myself maybe, back in lauren shed maybe bad for business yeah yeah so but but let me let me talk to them after the show see see what i can do i i apologize i thought that the whole yeah, payment no, thing no, all right. you're, you're off the hook for now okay I, I i appreciate that i'm actually a little nervous um but um i want to i want to wrap up with a personal question if that's okay with you oh you haven't done that already <laughs> well, yeah, I think, yeah, we've gotten into a little personal areas. I, I appreciate you no, being so. No, no, you, you go ahead, cover to cover. But, but just a, just a little, a, a little more personal view. Um, you, you've already observed the farming that we do here in the Valley of the Four Winds. Four Winds. Oh yeah. What are your personal feelings about gardening and farming? Well, we need it, right? Yeah, yeah. You gotta have, you gotta have gardening. You gotta have farming, or else you're not getting any food. It, is, is it something that you personally enjoy? Oh, I've killed every plant I've ever tried to take care of. Oh, really? I killed a cactus. Wow. Okay. Tosh, I killed a cactus. Uh, you, you killed it that... So I mean, not, not intentionally. I thought it would be a good plant to have on board. You know, on account of they don't need a lot of water and they do okay in the sun and hot temperatures and some cold temperatures and all of this, it died. Wow. Straight up kicked the bucket. So this is some common ground you and I can stand on because- I can't can't garden. There's a reason I'm a journalism major at an agricultural college. I, 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 I I am the worst farmer in Pandaria, I cannot grow anything or, or keep it there. Like I said, there's a reason I'm a journalism major at an agricultural college. So no green thumb. No, no. So, so this is, and this is the beauty about conversations and talking to people. You find common ground to stand on common ground that you might not have otherwise known about. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that is, that's fantastic. I'm so glad that we found that. We found that commonality um do you think orcs can garden oh i have no question that i i have no there's no question in my mind that orcs can garden 
Because it seems to me they all got two green thumbs. Ah. (laughs) 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 That was very, very good. That was very, I did, you caught me. I did not see that one coming. I did not see that one coming. (laughs) Very, very well done. Well, Zeph, I don't know what to say. Thank you so much for being on the show. And um, Oh, thanks for having me. It's been a lot of fun. I, you know what? I've had an absolute, I've had an absolutely wonderful time. I'm glad you have too. Now I, I'd like you to help us with a new tradition we have on the show oh. to, to, to wrap up the show. A couple well, of weeks, right. a couple of weeks ago, I interviewed an orc, um, Thunk the peon. And oh yeah, I've seen that guy. Do, do you know Thunk? I know Thunk, sure. Oh my gosh. I that's bought, I bought him a point in Orgrimmar before he went off back to Zandalar. Oh, that is wonderful. I'm so glad you know him. Well, so that's great. So Thunk, when he was on the show, he coined a new saying. Make All right. make your own turnip, which Ooh. can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. But to me personally, it means everyone should take control of your own destiny, do your own thing, just make it happen. So... What I would like you to do, if you wouldn't mind, is okay. is close the show with whatever closing thoughts you have, and then if you would tell our listeners to make your own turnip. Sure, I think I can do that. All right, folks, so here's the deal. I'm not as nice a talker as my cousin is, okay? So this isn't going to be pretty, but it seems to me that if we all make our goal peace instead of just uh, warmongering and profiteering which i don't do we might be able to reach a common a, a commonality maybe someday anyway whatever it takes just make your own turnip Thank you for listening to this special edition of The Half-Hill Report. The opinions expressed herein are those of the guests and are not endorsed by The Half-Hill Report or Half-Hill Agricultural College. The Half-Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half-Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater valley of the Four Winds community. by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.